Hi there, Wolt Chums. Before we get started with this episode, I wanted to share some exciting news. Earlier this year, I partnered with the team at Lose It to write a course called Change Your Thinking, Change Your Weight, a mindset-first approach to lasting weight loss. This is a premium course for Lose It, but now through the end of October, our friends at Lose It are offering this as a complimentary gift for our friends at Wolt Place. So if you were thinking about joining Wolt Place, We Only Look Thin Place, our Facebook-based accountability group for women, this is the perfect time to do so. Again, now through the end of October, new and existing members of Wolt Place will be receiving this as a complimentary gift. So head over to weonlylookthin.com, click on that link for join our support group, sign up, and you will qualify for this amazing offer. I'm so proud of the work. I did on this. I want to thank the team at Lose It, Sarah and Hannah, for including me in this project. And uh, now we will get on with the show. Thanks for listening. And welcome to another Triskaidekaphobic episode of We Only Look Thin. <laughs> wow. I am Catherine Weigel. I am one of your hosts. Uh, I have lost over 120 pounds and kept it off for over five years. I'm a Tiny Habit Certified Coach, a Thrive Global Certified Coach. Yeah. I am a little bit afraid of Triscuits. <laughs> and with me today is... Donald Weigel. Oh also terrified of Triscuits, and I am uh, one of the hosts of the show. I have lost about 100 pounds. I have kept it off for coming up on six years. I almost said six American years for six some American reason. Six American years. Yeah, we use the uh, the imperial system of, of uh, time measurement, <laughs> not the metric. And uh, we are here to to talk about it. And uh, hello. Hello. And if, dear listener, you are listening to this, yeah. it means that you, <laughs> if you are, are listening, listening to, to this, this, then you are a listener. You are a listener listening. Yeah. And you know that it is either Sunday the 15th yeah. or Monday the 16th, yeah. which means that you survived Friday the 13th. Friday, October 13th, 2023. So much scary. What is more terrifying than Friday the 13th in October? In the month of October? Yeah. Like, that is some scary stuff. It is so scary that we are actually recording this on Thursday the 12th. That is how scary. Yeah, this, this, is, this is like Friday the 13th Eve. Yeah. This is like when we open our, some families open their Friday the 13th <laughs> presents the night before, or they like open one present the night before. But yeah, we, we, uh, wait. we wait. We do it on the day we because the day. we're hardcore. Yeah. So, uh, but I, uh, we're, we're going to be, we're going to be talking about the terrors that are the 13th, the Triska deck of, well, the phobia part is was, being afraid I, of 13. I, oh, that's what it is. Yeah. I didn't actually know oh, what it okay. was. Yeah. Uh, you may not. Catherine loves to surprise me with things. I do. <laughs> Especially on the podcast. Like she. And I hate surprises. I know. I don't like them. I know. But she loves surprising me with things. So I had no idea that that was what she was going to say. To well, because the there's so many things to talk about. 
talk about TG. It's usually TGI Friday, everybody. Yeah. It's Friday. Everything's Friday. But then when it falls on the 13th, is that lucky or unlucky? Yeah, I don't know. It's a good question. I think that it's interesting as a society that we have still decided not to like name floors the 13th floor. Like oh. there's enough there's enough people that are still superstitious about 13 that they uh that they like there's no 13th floor on things like there are athletes who won't wear the number 13 yeah like, like uh, uh apartment buildings no number yeah apartment 13. yeah apartment buildings office buildings like there's no 13 like goes right I, from 12 to 14 well, it's really interesting that like we even now like people are still like into that well and i i did a little bit of research before before Jason Voorhees. Normally, we do no research at all. Oh, we do. <laughs> you like we come up with like a pop song, and you're like, "Well, actually, the origin was I know. the actual author." I know. Was what was the what was the like Pebo Bryson, like Woodrow Wilson, and the and I think the, I might actually be talking about the him. New Deal, the Reformation. Yeah. I can't even remember well, now. I'm going to be talking about some presidents. Oh, are Speaking you? Speaking of the thirteen, interesting. Yeah. So in like the Bible times, we'll call mm-hmm. them. Yeah. It seems that the number 13 was not great because of a guy named was it Pontius Pilate? No, what was the well, Pontius who was the Pilate, bad guy? Pontius Pilate was a was a bad guy. But he, he w- wasn't at the he wasn't invited to the last supper. Who was the no, guy? Pontius Pilate was the oh, was the basically Rome, the emperor of Rome, of Rome. who right, sentenced right, right. Jesus to death, yeah. Okay. So, but who was the guy that uh that like did a Benedict Arnold on Jesus. <laughs> Judas. <laughs> Judas. That's Judas right. did a Benedict Arnold. <laughs> Benedict Arnold. Literally was a really thousands big, of years before Benedict big Arnold was deal, born. A yeah. really big deal in the 1970s when I was watching the Brady Bunch. Oh my didn't goodness! Didn't want to yeah. be a Benedict no, Arnold. You were, like Peter Brady, for those uh, who may not know, was shunned by his classmates just for playing Benedict Arnold in the school play. <laughs> I, they took it like <laughs> they took seriously. It really seriously. They would not Imagine, have done well in the Stanford um, exper- experiment. Oh my goodness! They would not have. <laughs> Imagine if he had played Judas. <laughs> oh no, that'd be even worse. But there yeah. was there was it was seen as bad luck to have thirteen people at a dinner party mm-hmm. because you didn't want to repeat the whole situation. So, uh, gosh forbid, you were a plus one on something where it was an odd number. So back in the uh, in the heyday of the nineteenth century, which isn't the nineteen hundreds, it's the eighteen hundreds. Stay I, with me. That I'm, has confused me my whole life. Well, because zero to one is the first century, and then one. Oh no, I I rationally I understand it, and I like if I stop and think about it, I get it. But I always have to like for whatever reason, I always have to think. Okay, when someone says the 18th century, do they mean the 1700s or is that the 1900s? Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) no, I know that makes no sense. So this fancy pants guy named Captain William Fowler. Uh, sought to rem- fancy pants. Yeah, uh, it doesn't say that in the article on the History uh, Channel Network, but I'm just adding that he was a fancy pants. Because yeah. like, who has the time to do, like what grown up has the time to do what I'm about to tell you that okay. this guy does? Look, I don't know. So Captain Fancy Pants yeah. uh, sought to remove the enduring stigma surrounding the number thirteen. Oh, I love and the that. unwritten. Rule- this is my new hero. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. The unwritten rule about not having thirteen guests at a dinner table. Yeah. By founding an exclusive society. called called The 13 Club. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Why have they not made this movie? This sounds like the perfect setup for a horror movie. Because there aren't enough white men. (laughs) Because when they say exclusive, (laughs) 
They mean right. exclusively white men. Exclusively white men, yeah. yeah. No, I, I see that now. So, yeah. okay. Uh, so this group dined regularly on the 13th day of the month. Oh, my goodness. This is my in, favorite thing In now. room 13 of the Knickerbocker Cottage at a popular watering hole Fowler owned. What's better than the before, Knickerbocker Cottage? Before sitting down. Yeah. Guess how many courses they had? I can't even. Like More seven. The courses they came on Dasher. They had thirteen, 13 courses. courses. Yeah, members would. Pe- okay, this this is where it gets into like frat boy, like bro. This is like the bro. <laughs> they were doing keg stands. They okay. had to do thirteen keg thirteen stands. course dinner. Members would pass beneath a ladder. Because you can't go under a ladder. Right. They didn't that's, eat. That's superstitious. They didn't eat cats. They ate black cats. No, they didn't. <laughs> but, okay. But, I'll teach you to be unlucky, you black cat. But the uh, they would pass beneath a ladder. Yeah. And a banner reading, Morituri te saltamus. There we go. Say that 17 times fast. I will fast. try uh, 13 times fast, which is Latin. For those, which is actually, this is hilarious. For those of us who are about to die, we salute you. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Mortori wow. T. Salut Thomas. I, anyway. I'm going to restart this club. Okay. So hold on. Okay. Do you have enough white male friends <laughs> to create <laughs> no, this No, no, I do not. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, four former U.S. presidents, uh, Chester A. Arthur, Grover Cleveland, Benjamin Harrison, and Teddy Roosevelt. Wow. Would join the 13 club's ranks. You know, they call them the Fab Four. The Fab Four. <laughs> they, <laughs> they, they historians were, refer to they them. They had so much fun. Yeah. They had so much. So the 13 club. Yeah. Uh, 13 courses, which sounds delightful. It sounds like an amazing setup for a horror movie. Like they they flaunt the all this unlucky things and then they like they've they fly too close to the sun and they awaken the anger of of Jason some sort of un- unlucky demon. Yeah, or Jason Voorhees comes I back. I should have or, said something about like and it all this took place at or Camp Crystal Lake. At, yeah, <laughs> Camp Crystal Lake, exactly. Yeah, I uh, I think the first Friday the 13th movie is the only one I actually saw. Yeah. It, it didn't resonate with me in the same way that the Halloween movies did. I've, I've seen most of the Halloween movies, but only the first Friday the 13th. Oh, and I saw Freddy versus Jason, so that was two. Ooh, why didn't they call it Freddy the 13th? <laughs> Because they don't have because, yeah. they don't have us on their side. Yeah, or they exactly. just called it Jason versus Freddy. But if you yeah. say Jason, you like know. Like, oh, it's Jason. Yeah. That like that's pretty close. Our daughter mistook Freddie Mercury for Freddy Krueger, which I thought was pretty funny. Did she, she was like, Ooh, it's spooky in here. It's like Freddie Mercury. Oh, <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, she was much younger then. She was. But like Friday the 13th, Jason Voorhees. I actually, Donald didn't know this. Yeah. But I actually have, if you go to our about page on weonlylookin.com. Oh, yeah. I, look, I must have known it at some time, at some point because I created the web page, but I, I had forgotten about it. But I basically said that weight loss is like Friday the 13th. You did. And Jason Voorhees is the patron saint of weight loss. Yeah, and the same would apply to uh, to Michael Myers, but essentially, like, just when you think you've got it under control, it comes back. It does come back. And I think that this, see, it all ties together. Whether you're TGI Fridaying your life or just trying to get by and being shocked 
every time that the grim specter of snack opportunities comes back in your face. Yeah, there's been many times in my life where I will I will think this is easy. Oh my gosh. I've got oh my this. Gosh, I've easy, got this easy. on lockdown. Oh. Like there there's you know, there's no way. I'm like I'm always going to be this weight and this level of fitness and then, you know, life, you know, changes. It just changes and and there are more challenges presented. My routine gets disrupted, and I can't do all the same things that I was doing. And and then I find myself having to to sort of reinvent what I'm doing. Well, and in, just in case you don't know what a sequel to a horror movie is, right? The theme is we killed the guy. It's usually a guy. <laughs> yeah, it's usually, usually a, guy. a guy. Yeah, to be fair. Uh, and he's uh, he's got a grudge, or his mom has a grudge, or something like that. And at the end, they're like, "Oh, we survived. Everybody we know is dead, but we survived, and everything's fine." And then, of course, oh well, I this isn't going to happen again. And then it happens again, right? Every and time. Friday the Thirteenth was actually the highest grossing horror uh, movie. Canon franchise? or franchise yeah. until 2018 when our friends at Halloween took over. Really? Yeah. That surprises me. I thought I would have thought Halloween was was much more popular all along. Yeah, I don't know if more people are selling Jason masks than Halloween Michael Myers. You know what? Yeah. There's that other Michael Myers too. So then, like he kind of. I I will say, like when we're talking about these horror icons and weight loss, like when you think about it, like snacking with one of those masks on is pretty difficult. It is. It, Maybe that's it. Their might one be like a real trick. deterrent, and all of that, like you know, wielding machetes and and chainsaws and such, well, like, and like probably in neat. it burns a lot of calories. It does. It burns a lot of calories. Like yeah, chasing rage. chasing teenagers around, uh, you know, campgrounds. Yeah. Like you probably burn some calories, and you can't really eat while you're doing it because you have that mask on. Yeah, that's all really good points. So yeah. that's all we have to talk about today. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, but as we are, and like Donald said. We go through stages where we think that we've fought our last weight loss battle. We've right. gotten through a giant challenge. We've made it through. We're fixed and we're going to be fine. And then we say like, Woo, well, just as long as my life is consistent through the ret, like for the next 50 years and yeah. nothing comes up. Yeah, I'll nothing. Be fine. as long as nothing changes, I've got this. Well, and for those of us who maybe lost weight during the pandemic, who then went back out into the real world, we might realize too, I know it's been a couple of years since the pandemic, but suddenly there are more social invitations and people are going back into the office and there are more opportunities to eat off plan. Yeah, I may have said this before on this podcast, but I was probably in just about the best shape of my life uh, around June of 2020. I, I was home like... Didn't see anybody, and I just stayed home and exercised and, like, ate on my plan from about the time, like, you know, quarantine, pandemic, lockdown started until I went back to work. But that's like saying, like, oh, I was in great shape. Nobody saw me, but I definitely was in great shape. My girlfriend lives in Canada. I, I, had, I had a model girlfriend who lived in Paris. and, and We couldn't was, see each other no, because yeah. – but I assure you, yeah. trust us, we were in great shape. Exactly. No, but, like – when we're in a confined space, but whether we're at Camp Crystal Lake or uh, maybe on Zoom with our model girlfriends in Paris, right. we're in a position where we have limited options. 
And then we go back into the real world. And then suddenly, like, who would expect? I'm going to switch genres. Who would expect Gremlins in New York City? Right? Well, like when it was in a tiny town. No, it's it's true. How are they going to top this? They're in a city. New York, is that even a place? I don't know. But now we are back out at large. We're the... (laughs) Maybe we're actually there. Is guys. a Jason Takes Manhattan uh, is there? Uh, movie also? Yeah, I'm almost positive it's called Jason Takes Manhattan. I think you're thinking of Muppets Take Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm almost positive that there is right, a there's a Friday the Thirteenth movie that takes place in in Manhattan. Interesting. Well, I'm sure yeah. you'll look it up because you like to look things yeah, up. Yeah, I will. I'll trust you. I should just trust you. <laughs> so we are now going back into the real world. And it's been a while since we have talked about navigating the real lives that we have and weight loss. Um, not only myself, but others have talked about how difficult it is, even if they've been maintaining their weight or their weight loss, that there are more social invitations, uh, which I think one of us wrote must be nice or must be nice to be you or something. Yeah. Well, I, one thing I wrote was boohoo. I have friends. (laughs) (laughs) I I was paraphrasing, but boohoo. Yeah. So look, I have lots of friends inviting me places. Boohoo. Yeah. Oh, what am I going to do? So, uh, instead of being just like, and I'm going to, I'm going to switch over again in star, star Trek. Wasn't it like the person in the red shirt always got killed? Yeah. The red shirts. Yeah. So you don't want to be like the red shirt and, have Jason Voorhees track you down immediately. You want to stay nimble. Uh-oh. I think there was. I think there was a. There was either a, a Friday the Thirteenth in space. I think there was a Friday the Thirteenth in space. <laughs> oh, wasn't it Friday or, the Thirteenth versus Predator or, or a something? Halloween in space or something? And <laughs> like, can you? I'm just trying to imagine. Like, you know, Jason Voorhees on Star Trek. Would he get the red shirts first? He probably would. He probably would. I mean, yeah. that's like. You want the easy options. I know first, it's right? like it's sort of like, like the horror sci-fi one hundred and one. The red shirts go well, first. Well, it's like with tiny habits. You want to get like the. Sh- I, I those, think there was the one wins. in Manhattan. I think there's one in space. I'm not kidding. I think they made a lot of those movies, which is the Muppets like, had pigs. Do you in know space. why it was the highest? I'm just occurring to me. It was the highest grossing fran- horror franchise because they made a hundred of them. Each movie only made fourteen dollars, <laughs> but. <laughs> But, but there were so all, many of those movies see, that those if you add it all together, yeah, together, it's like tiny habits. It's it just is like, like tiny, yeah, you you make. I don't know if BJ Fogg wants me to. You, t- you profit fourteen dollars on each movie, <laughs> but you make a hundred movies. You're oh. gonna end up with some money. Oh, see, every penny, the one coin loophole, it's one all coin, coming exactly. together. Absolutely, um, so we are going to give you. We're, we would say thirteen. Uh, solutions to the problem of having friends, one yeah. of which is boohoo. Right. Uh, but we we're, we're going to join the 13 Club. And yeah. we're going to, from now on, we're only going to do things in 13s on this show. <laughs> um, but we wanted to share some ideas of how to better navigate social events and opportunities through the rest of the year. We talked recently about prioritizing your calories. We did a lot of mindset work uh, on on previous episodes. But in this one, we're going to give you some practical tips of how to navigate the rest of this year, because we can so easily fall into like, well, what an unlucky month to try to lose weight. Yeah. And like, well, I'm, sp- I'm supposed to be thankful in November and then Christmas and suddenly it's January. Yeah, and I, I think I think a lot of people, including myself, you know, will do that thing like, well, 
it, you know, 2023 is almost over. Um, you know what? I'm going to get it together next year, you know, and I'll just, I'll just cruise my way through the rest of this year. I won't even watch what I'm eating. I won't worry about my exercise. And they find themselves, I find myself up, you know, 15, 20 more pounds that, that then they have to deal with the following year or that I have to deal with the following cool. year. And I've dug myself into a deeper hole and, and it doesn't, it doesn't, you know, I find myself in an even worse position than I was if I had just, you know, mitigated the damage starting in October. Well, it's like hearing like that sound in the night at the camp and being like, I heard something outside, Jimmy. I'm going to go outside let's into go the dark. Let's go investigate by ourselves. Investigate. Yeah. Oh, let's split up. Right. Uh, there's no splitting up. We need to stay together. We need to stay focused and we need to stay alive uh, until the next day. So we are going to give you a broad idea of how to live through the night. Yeah. Uh, and, and look, you can... Uh, we're talking about the horror genre, but you can choose which genre to live in. Oh, that's a good through the point. rest of the year. Yeah, is it yeah. going to be a horror movie or is it just going to be like a super duper lovely? I don't know what other genres are there. I don't uh, even know. There's there's love stories. Oh, there's yeah. action adventure. Oh, there's yeah. action journey venture. You're oh. on a you're on an action. I honestly could health not and remember fitness any. Journey. I read so many. There's like, comedies. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's good. Yeah. So we are going to start by asking you to actually actually we're going to use our uh, our old construct that we've used before of all the the words starting with the letter P. Yeah, that's lots right. of words starting with the letter P. And as everyone knows, the letter P is the spookiest letter of the alphabet. It has been scientifically proven. You mean it's pooky? I have no uh, references with which to back up that insertion. Pookie. It's pooky. <laughs> Sorry, I just like <laughs> glazed. Gar- I glazed right over Garfield. you saying that. Garfield had a little stuffed animal named Pookie. Oh, did he? Yeah, Pookie Bear. And yeah. um, I had a uh, TGI Friday bag. That actually had Garfield on it because he loved Fridays and lasagna. Oh, this and is all coming around. It's like all your, coming your around. Childhood TGI Friday, and I would only TGI take Friday the Thirteenth. I took the bag to school once. It was in fourth grade. I took yeah. it to school, and it was really small. It was just meant for like a chapstick, but I put all my bat, well, like all my books in it. I, I I took it to school on a Thursday, and people made fun of me. <laughs> it's not even Friday, so I never took it to school other than a Friday oh, God, again. Kids are the worst. <laughs> Kids are absolutely, and that's the worst. how Jason Voorhees became yeah. a murderer. Yeah, I've, I'm like self. I'm still is in my 50s, self conscious about so many things that I was made fun of about as a kid. Oh my gosh, exactly. So we're going to start with the problem. The problem is we have lots of friends. Boo hoo! Right is, is the big, uh, the big thing. Yeah. But so g- make yourself number one. Make yourself even more unlikable than you already <laughs> By are. By bragging. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Like get you know, make your friends mad at you. They will stop inviting you out. Stop being so desirable to spend time with. Exactly. So the first thing to do actually is to just sort of pause and reflect. I can't think of a P word about the pause the past. And, and preflect. Preflect. <laughs> No, and but look pause. At your past. Pause. Yeah. Look at last month. So last month was uh, September. If you're following uh, the Gregorian calendar, <laughs> and count up the number of days. 
If you're on the Mayan calendar, it's actually... The, yeah, yeah, then whatever. But look back and actually see how many indulgent days did you have last month? Do you keep track of that? I sure do. Yeah. Look at your calorie tracker. How many days did you go over? How many days were maybe church functions or nights out with friends or football Sundays? How many times did you go off track? How many times did you go to your... TGI Fridays or your Bennigans or your Applebee's. Do you have any other uh, shenanigans? Shenanigans. Is yeah. that actually a place? Yeah, that's actually a chain. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, and, and I think just as a side note, I would like to take this moment to point out this is why we are strong advocates of tracking things. Yeah. Because if you're not tracking or or if you just on days when you're indulgent, if you just decide not to track, you don't have the ability to then go back and do this and really like break down like – And preflect. And, and I – and preflect, exactly. <laughs> I, I constantly – uh, have a very short memory when it comes to to indulgent days, and I will oftentimes be like, I I was so rock solid the last two weeks. I don't understand why it's not being reflected oh on the scale. And then I go back and go, Oh wait, yeah, there I, there was this day where we we went out. Oh, and there was this day where we went to a theme park. Oh wait, and there was that day, and I was like, Oh, that was three three like crazy calorie days within the last two weeks. I had ten days where I just didn't track. We yeah. had family in town, and then we went and saw family, and I just decided not to track. And this month is October. So once you look back at uh, the reflections of what – oh, my gosh. This is – and I'm mad at kids saying yeet, and I we have created reflection. Reflection, yeah. So for me, that was 10 days, plus we were away on Labor Day weekend. I probably had 15 days in September that I didn't eat at a deficit, and yeah. in fact, I ate over – that is – 50% of my days yeah. that are off track. I maintained my weight last month. You know, you should maybe listen to our podcast a little more. <laughs> <laughs> How very dare you? Oh my gosh, I'm going to prefix. That was, that was about the meanest thing I could have said. Do we have a prenuptial yeah. <laughs> that I would uh -oh. like to talk about? Uh oh, yeah. Let's, now, uh, we were both poor, starving students at the time. So, yeah, there was nothing. You can to, keep all There your... was nothing to nup. There was no nup. There was no prenup. You can keep all of your X Files posters. Yeah. I'll tell you that. <laughs> um, They're very precious they're to very me. They're very precious. That's another P. Yeah, you're not getting them. Okay, so I maintained last month, which was fine. But then looking into this month, October, and then you can even do this, you know, if you just want to do it through the end of the month, look ahead at the weeks ahead. How many potential off-track days do you have? And you project. Project. There yeah. we go. So look at the, you know, church socials that you have. There are a lot of autumn festivals, Halloween parties, yeah. fairs, whatever. And just your TGI Friday Bennigan fun times with your broskies. I got um, unexpectedly invited out to lunch next week just yesterday also. Oh. Like so it wasn't, you know, it's it's something that I uh that I hadn't thought about, but now I, I need to. Well, and there's always those unexpected plans that come up. But if we keep being a victim to like, oh no, how am I ever gonna lose weight? Because all these things are coming up. Yeah, we generally know, at least with some advance notice, what to expect in the coming days. Right. So if you then look at last month, how did you do? Project for this month, how many more potential overindulgent days do you have on the calendar? And would you be happy with the results 
at the end of the month, if you gave in on every single opportunity to overeat, would you be, if you looked at it right now and just laid it out and said, oh my gosh, I didn't really realize I have 12 days coming up. Right. And that's assuming I don't celebrate Taco Tuesday or (laughs) like whatever. I keep Taco Tuesday in my heart heart. all through the year. All through the year. All through the week, I should say. But that's assuming that we're 100% on point the other days. And if you're looking ahead going like, gosh, I didn't realize that I'm basically two or three days a week for the rest of the month going to be off track. We can either, and it's totally available to us if we're like, well, this isn't, I'm not going to lose weight. I don't have the emotional bandwidth to deal with it. Like, I don't care. Then you can do that. Yeah, you always are able to make that choice. But I, you know, ask yourself how happy you're going to be with that choice after you've made it. Exactly. So if you're going to be happy with whatever happens, then then that's fine. If you look at that and you're surprised by the number of overeating opportunities, we can do uh, the the big P, the biggest P of them all, which is plan. We can plan the rest of our month to better fit our overall health goals. Now, that might mean we lose a little bit of weight or we maintain our weight, but we're taking and we're making like the the active choice to go into these potential uh, Camp Crystal Lake opportunities right. um, with with a purpose instead of just being reactionary and surprised that we don't lose weight. And part of that planning is another P, which is to prioritize. Prioritize. Figure out which events coming up are really important to you when it comes to the food and drink aspect of it. Like what, you know, is there is there one or two uh, that really you, you cannot – miss out on or you, you feel like you will be you'll be sad if you if you don't indulge on those one or two uh, events well and think about it what are the 10 out of 10 experiences if you're going to a really nice restaurant for a special evening or a, a catered event or something like that where if you're... your favorite food is the mud pie burger wing mash smash <laughs> <laughs> at TGI at TGI Frumpkins. at TGI Frumpkins. <laughs> TGI shenanigans. Yeah. Uh, then, you know, prioritize that. Um, and if you look at it and you're like, well, I don't really care about the food at this particular restaurant. Eh, I don't really care about it at that. It's fine. Then, you know, what I would do in the past would be I would still use those opportunities to eat as many calories as I could handle and really prioritize and decide, well, I'm not going to pass up on the uh, on the mud pie burger wing mash smash, but I will pass up on these other opportunities and maybe I will get a reasonably, you know, a reasonable calorie salad or, or you know, something, you know, along those lines. That would be lines. the saddest title for like an actual entree. <laughs> the, <laughs> the, reasonable the reasonable calories calorie salad. salad. Yeah, exactly. Comes with reasonable calories. <laughs> Delicious. Exactly. But that, like, if you look ahead, because a lot of times we think about it as, I'm on a diet, I can't have anything, I've, and they use that word restrict, which I don't like. We have the the opportunity to show restraint. And part of that is going like, what good luck. I have 10 activities that I'm going to yeah. this month. You know what I can do? If there are 10 of them, how could I 
take back 50% of those? How could I be more active in my goals by just dialing back half of them? So like Donald said, if you've got a Halloween party, you're going to your favorite restaurant and you, you know, love your mom's lasagna on uh, Friday at Garfield's house with John and Odie, <laughs> then like... Wow, I didn't expect so much Garfield in this episode. I used to love Garfield. Yeah, I know. No, I liked Garfield too. I d- now I'm not really sure what the big deal was. My but you sort know, of my sort of first girlfriend in eighth grade. I I used to I would buy her Garfield gifts. Like she had mentioned something about Garfield once, and I kept giving her Garfield gifts. And at one point, she was like, "Why do you keep giving me Garfield?" <laughs> <laughs> and she, I'm I'm still she scarred. liked Heathcliff. Yeah, you got it wrong. Exactly. The junkyard <laughs> That's right. cat. That's right. She was much more oh my into gosh. Heathcliff. That was the problem. Oh my gosh. Why did Top they- cat. Top cat. <laughs> yeah. Heathcliff was not a fancy cat. I, no. Uh, I, I still watched it because there was nothing else. It was it, it was the 80s. What are you going to do? Sometimes you watch cats yeah, you don't care about. We did not have all the streaming options we have now. You kids today. Yeah. So if you're prioritizing half of your events. So I've got five things to look forward to. We're not saying get rid of all the fun. The next step is to plan how you're going to deal with the other events that are the lower, like, eh, the food is is going to be there, but it's not the priority. Because Donald, what are social events sometimes about that when it's not about food? Well, to some, social events are about people. Huh. I guess not, Jason Voorhees thought like, that. <laughs> not me. I'm not there for the people. Believe you me. But others are there for the people. No, uh, you know, in all seriousness, the event is really meant to be about the people and sharing time with them. And I know that I have a tendency, and I've talked about about this before, to make food my number one fun. And um, I can't remember where I stole that from, um, but uh, I'll try and look it up and put it in the show notes. But um, that I tend to make all events, like I think about how I can make them about food before I think about anything else. And it's really been a big deal to me to to really remember and internalize the idea that I'm there to be with the people and spend time with the people and enjoy the event, the activity, the company, the friendship, and to not make it about food. And it doesn't have to be about the food. And that every time I go out somewhere, I don't have to treat it like the very last time I will ever get to eat tasty food. Yeah. (laughs) And all of those things, taking them to heart, has really helped me when it comes to being invited out uh, to these sort of social situations. Well, and one of the things that I talk about, or and I have to remind myself about too, is asking yourself the question, am I taking – like I said this about a vacation episode. Are you taking a vacation from your habits – or with your habits. Yeah. And there are opportunities that we have to eat outside the home that are for convenience, that are for connecting with people. We don't have, I was going to say laundry. Laundry doesn't have anything to do with groceries. We don't have to, (laughs) we don't have to clean up. We don't have to do dishes. We don't have to cook. We don't have to toil. We're there for the convenience of not having to <laughs> and you're skipping your laundry also for some <laughs> you're reason skipping laundry. Yeah. i was gonna say you don't have to cook your calories <laughs> <laughs> yeah which, which again is not a thing but like oh yes 
We have a Sunday social after church every single Sunday, 52 Sundays a year. I'm not going to spend a third of my calories, my indulgent calories a year on that one event. I can make that a low priority, focus on the people, have some coffee and leave. And when we start dissecting and really deciding to prioritize those important food events over the, well, it was available and right in front of me it can change our relationship with things because then that like, oh my gosh, I've got to eat it. It would be rude if I didn't. We're like, no, I've got something I'm really looking forward to. Right. And we want things to look forward to. And and once you have uh, prioritized and figured out what is really important to you, you can use a couple of other P's to handle, uh, well, even, even the things that you find that you've prioritized, you can handle all of them with... Um, with portions and pumping up the volume. Yeah. And so that means have something that you like, but have a, a, a smaller portion of it. You know, you don't have to eat the whole thing that is served to you. And you can also um, try and order foods that have a lot of very low-calorie additions to them. Um, you know, I can start naming vegetables and mushrooms and onions and things. But, um, you know, salads with the dressing on the side, like um, – you can you can try and uh, still really enjoy your meal without having to eat everything that's on the menu. Well, and get the thing that you want to have. I am a very fast eater, but not every single event needs to have the french fries. Like you can order the steamed broccoli on the side and not look at it as like this is the saddest meal I've ever eaten at the funnest restaurant with the most flair that has ever existed. Right. But like it's not oh no, I can't. It's I'm not going to because I'm looking forward to this other thing later on. Yeah. So it's because that's what I used to do. I'd be like I'll just have the f- steamed sad bowl whatever instead of ooh, what good luck because now i can prioritize something else the steamed bowl of sadness to go with the reasonable calorie salad (laughs) on the sad menu exactly but also like don said pump up the volume uh add lots of veggies with the controlled portion get the burger skip the bun have the veggies on the side i promise it will still be feel filling it will take a lot of time to eat and for me that duration matters because there's nothing worse than like finishing your small sad thing and then everybody else still has (laughs) like oh i could never finish all this stuff like make sure you've got the volume in there to keep your mouth busy while other people are also enjoying their food yeah absolutely and another p to use uh moving forward is to have policies yeah this is a big one you know for example it you know, if you know you're having one indulgent meal on the weekend, your policy is that you reduce your calories during the week. Now, I'm definitely be careful not to reduce them too low to, you know, to unhealthy levels. But, you know, you drop 100 calories a day, and then you've sort of banked calories that you can eat on the weekend. Well, and that's a really big thing for maintenance as well with us. We basically eat at a deficit most days. And then save up calories for a weekend indulgence. So for someone looking at this as a long-term solution, it definitely, like, it's not that I just, like, eat in maintenance every day and everything is fine. It's usually, oh, wow, we're going out of town. We're going to Disneyland. We've got a birthday party that we're going to. And then we eat at deficits the rest of the time. So planning ahead 
to have smaller, higher volume, satisfying portions during the week and going like, yeah, my my policy is if we're going out on the weekend, I don't eat cookies during the week, but I save up my calories for the romp em, stomp em, cheese uh, – <laughs> What is it called? Cheesecake. Rompum stomp. The rompum stomp cheesecake. Cheesecake yeah. uh, portion at the restaurant on the weekend. Yeah, and and another p- example of a policy. There there could be hundreds of different policies that you could adopt for yourself. Whatever works, but it could be something like, um, if I know I want the dessert, I'm not going to have any alcohol. Or the flip side, I know I want an alcoholic drink, I'm not going to have the um, the dessert. Or you know, I would really like to have an alcoholic drink but I'm I'm only going to have one while I'm out like that kind of thing. Well, and it it's important to to not negotiate with yourself in the moment. Yeah, like, yeah. It's that's not, why you set these policies up ahead of time. Right. So I'm the kind of person who prioritizes a single indulgence when I go out rather than this is my last opportunity to eat all of the things forever. Right. So having an if then policy if I have alcohol, then I don't have dessert. If we have an appetizer, then no bread on the table and no dessert. Right. Make sure it's an either or situation and be bold about it. It's It might be tough at first because, come on, you got to do it. You make your come on voice. <laughs> come on, come, come on. on. Like that peer pressure is real. And but sometimes the peer pressure is coming from inside me yeah, also. <laughs> who does anyone – does the table – I've said this before, like the Ouija board of appetizers. Does anyone want an appetizer? Does, I feel like would, the table – Would somebody with the table like appetizers? I think the table yeah. wants two orders. Yeah, should the that. table get two oh, orders? The, yeah, I think, I think we should – yeah, the table should get two. There's a lot of people here who look very hungry. But if we keep doing that, we're just going to wake up on uh, Monday the 16th. Is that what yes, it is right Monday now? Monday the 16th, even scarier yeah, than Friday the 13th. Because that's when we get on the scale. And then we right. make promises that we're never going to do it again. Oh, yeah. it was just that one time I've gotten it out of my system. But Jason Voorhees doesn't get it out of his system. No, he does not. And as people who really like the taste of delicious food, it's not about getting it out of our system. It's not about willpower. It's about setting ourselves up for success by really strategizing how best to manage our calories and being out in public with people and yeah. and living real lives. I used to hide for months at a time and not go hang out with people, not visit people, not go to parties because I didn't want the temptation of the food choices ahead of me. But getting to a point where we're living our actual lives and managing to enjoy parties or Bennigan's or – Ground round, which doesn't <laughs> ground round. I don't know if they still have those. They, I don't know if they do, but uh, they. I haven't thought about ground round in in like a decade. Nobody has. Might, probably more than that. But like, it's important to go in feeling like an actual person who has control. And part of building that identity is actually saying to yourself instead of like, "Boo, I have friends." What was your note? Or must uh, be it was, sad. Yeah, no, it was boohoo, I have friends. Boohoo, I have friends. 
of like, this is an opportunity to practice what I say is important to me for the rest of my life. Now, situations change, you know, our, our desires change, but going into any situation with a plan really helps us stay in control. It reminds us that we have other things to look forward to. This is a whole season of looking forward to food-based events. And we can either wake up in January saying, well, I've got this 365 days figured out. That was a trick. I just said a trick to you because next year is leap day. <laughs> so you have another day you've got to- Gotcha, <laughs> listeners. Boy, I bet you feel foolish. <laughs> Benedict Arnold. But like, we've got one more extra day to think about next yeah, year. Oh, we sure no. do. Nothing gets easier. We don't like suddenly are imbued with more willpower. It's about making it easy, setting ourselves up for success by pausing, looking at the weeks ahead, planning, prioritizing, and using tools around us to set ourselves up for success because we really matter in all of this. And sure, we're going to slip up and sometimes we're going to go off plan, but we have a plan to recover by reminding ourselves that we have all of these tools to look ahead, plan and prioritize and decide what really matters to us because our health matters to us and it mat like and you matter to us too like you're being yeah, able yeah you really do to navigate all of this with over 300 episodes now we made it past 300 we sure did and we didn't even skip the 13s so no, you're getting like the no. full dose yeah there is an episode 13 there's a 113 there, a 213 let's name all the, soon there will be a 313 there will be but we can advocate for ourselves we can plan ahead and we can go and end the month of october feeling proud of ourselves for knowing that we still were able to enjoy ourselves but we were able to pull back in areas that just don't matter as much and if we can do it you can do it too. You absolutely can do it too. And thank you for uh, setting yourself up for success by listening to this episode of the podcast. All of our episodes of the podcast are available wherever you found this one. We are on all the major podcast platforms. And also, you can find every episode on our website at any time at weonlylookthin.com. And if you are at We Only Look Thin, you can click on that link for join our support group to yeah, find out more about Walt Place. We Only Look Thin Place is our Facebook-based accountability group for women. We are not a weight loss plan. A lot of people do Weight Watchers or calorie tracking, intermittent fasting. Yeah, you can bring your plan to yeah. Walt Place. Yeah, bring it. It's a potluck, which is another <laughs> peak. Uh, it's exactly. a plan potluck. Oh, you but, don't want those potlucks. Those church, but you mentioned like church events a couple of times. Those church potlucks when I was growing up were no joke. It's people, a lot. Every single brought, week, people like, brought their like, game. In, you know, every indulgent surprise that you could think of. It was great as a as a kid who like Had couldn't, that couldn't stop eating you. food. Go back to didn't, episode one. Didn't work out great for me in the end no it, it did not but we uh, are a place regardless of your plan to work on your mindset and prioritize your month ahead we do zoom meetings challenges uh, and it's just a great place for accountability and support uh, we also have two subscription options a monthly subscription with a three-day complimentary trial and a three-month subscription with a seven-day complimentary trial to see if what place is right for you and for a limited time only our friends at lose it uh, yeah. 
uh, calorie tracking app are offering our new premium course uh, about your mindset around losing weight, uh, which I helped co-write, by the way. It's a long title, so uh, I'm just going to say that it's a mindset course. It's great. It's great. Um, But they is a premium course. But if you join Walt Place through the month of October, you will get that premium course at no additional charge just for joining and uh, staying with Walt Place. So you can check it out by going to our website. Yeah, if if you've been on the fence about joining Wolt Place, um, uh, you know, this is a really nice extra bonus thanks to our friends at Lose It for joining. And uh, so now is the time. So go get it. Yeah. Um, and if you'd like to interact with us in other ways, you can find us on social media. We are on Instagram and Facebook at We Only Look Thin. Or uh, you can also interact with us with email. You can send us an email to weonlylookthin at gmail.com. You can send us episode suggestions. You can ask us questions. Uh, You can just uh, say hello. uh, Give us a compliment. uh, Drop us a line. We would like to hear from you once again at weonlylookthin at gmail.com. Yep. And if you could head over just for a second, just as a little thank you very much. Yeah, that would really help us out too over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating and a review. Not only does it let us know personally that what we're doing matters uh, after all of these years, after these 300 episodes, but it also helps with the outer space Jason Voorhees algorithms when they are... uh, posting i don't know what do what do algorithms do donald well uh, they look for 13 star reviews yeah and uh and then they uh, suggest uh, no when people are searching for uh, health and fitness podcasts uh, the more ratings and reviews we have the the higher we will show up in search results so that it really does help us out yeah and if you're out with all those people type people at your potlucks yeah and your church events and your tgi fridays fun thing to do what what would it what would another nice thing to do be another nice thing to do would be just to tell people about the show um we really appreciate that a word of mouth uh, really helps the show grow uh it's it's one of the best ways you know when people hear your opinion on something they really take it to heart when they've when they've got somebody there in person who who they know and they trust, and that person gives their opinion, that is you giving your opinion. If you give us a shout out, uh, it really does help people find the show. Or even if you're in an online group, a Discord server, a Reddit group, a Facebook group, and uh, it feels appropriate, give us a shout out. It helps us a lot. Yep. So if you're still not sure if Jason Voorhees went to space with the Predator or Garfield and Pokey <laughs> the Bear, yeah. just remember that Donald and I are an, an inspiration. The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program. 